0: Thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Before we get to our next guest, I just want to remind you that at ExitCoachRadio.com, you can find over 750 interviews from uh, oh, advisors, authors, thought leaders all over the country. and we have 40 different file folders of topics, things like growing your business value, uh, learning about sales and marketing strategies. Uh, how to plan your life after exit, how to get the most free business, you know, on and on and on, 40 different file folder topics. Please go there, exitcoachradio.com, look for the audio library, and learn uh, for free on us. Uh, My next guest is Paul Osterhout. And Paul is the KPI guy. Now, when we talk about businesses and planning, one of the key things that a business owner can do is really understand their KPIs or key performance indicators of their business. It's like their dashboard or their car. And uh, it's uh, fitting that we would be talking to Paul because he is the KPI guy.com. We're going to talk about how implementing the right KPIs drives profits today, and exit value tomorrow. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Bill, what a pleasure to be with you. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Tell us how you became the KPI guy and what that's all about.
1: I actually fell in love with computer programming when I was in ninth grade. So I guess I was a a, a geek from uh, from the get-go, and I've been writing software ever since. First job was with a small business, and I was a junior programmer, and I rose through the ranks to the executive level CIO, CTO, And I've owned several businesses and enjoyed being an executive uh, as well as a consultant. But along the way, I always wanted to be able to prove value to the business and prove return on investment. And, you know, I couldn't really go ask for a raise if I couldn't demonstrate that I was performing some really valuable uh, exercise for the business. So measurement was important to me throughout my career, but at my at my heart, I really enjoyed the programming aspects of my work the most. Um, I just love making software work for users, because uh, all too often the reverse is true. We've all seen really bad software. So my greatest satisfaction comes from working really closely with clients and, and being right there in the trenches with them, as opposed to you know sitting in meetings in the corner office. Mm-hmm. So as an entrepreneur, um, also love to see a business flourish. So. Having owned businesses and helped others you know with their businesses um, it's it's just really critical that I know I've been able to help businesses succeed and I do that by helping individuals succeed and the success requires being really specific about your goals um, I think we've probably all heard of smart goals specific measurable actionable realistic and timely and you know the measurement key is critical so I'm part consultant, part performance coach, part user interface developer, part database geek and part change management specialist, and I really need all of those skills when I'm implementing and and designing successful management strategies.
0: Well, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It sounds like you can be a lot of help to uh, a business owner depending on what their pain points are with regards to some of those. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Please continue.
1: No, I was just going to say that uh, um, most recently I was partnering a consulting business, uh, business intelligence firm, and we specialized in dashboards and scorecards for Fortune 100 companies. Um, but now I really want to focus on the small to medium business, and really specifically on helping business owners achieve their dream of uh, exiting their business in,
0: in style. And the the KPI, the key performance indicator uh, reports that you put together, do they are, are they relatively uh, close to the same? Are there common factors to every business, or does it change from industry to industry?
1: The abstract layer of KPIs are common, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain what I mean by that. The specific KPIs vary by industry, you know, depending on exactly what it is you're trying to achieve and, and uh, what kind of transactions take place in your industry. But I'll use this as a cue to go into how do I define a KPI? What are the components that uh, I think are true across all industries? So, first of all, there's lots of different names I hear key quality indicator, key management indicator, key results indicators. And so I like to define what it is I'm talking about. And I use seven criteria that I think are absolutely critical for any good key performance indicator. So number one, it should tie back to a business initiative. People want to know why you're measuring things. And if you can't answer that really clearly, I think you'll lose a little bit of credibility and People are likely to say, eh, you know, if you can't even tell me why it's important, I'm not going to treat it as very important. So being able to answer the question of why are we measuring this, well, because we need to in order to achieve this critical business initiative. Um, okay. I think that's, Makes A, number one, important. Um, number two, uh, KPI should have real business value. Uh, usually this, this boils down to some sort of monetary Uh, value you're increasing sales decreasing expenses or both and uh, but there's also some things like regulatory requirements for measurements or certainly safety which which does have a a, a dollar and cents value but really you're doing it because you care about your people and and safety is simply important for the for all the right human reasons but if you can't specifically state the business value of the measurements why would you do it um Mm -hmm. number three uh, you need to have the data. A, a good measurement is going to be objective, and it's going to be something that you can prove with data. Uh, most businesses have transaction processing software that can uh, provide all sorts of data. So, having the right data is critical. And if you want to do the measurements and you don't have the data, you have to kind of go back to the drawing board and say, how am I going to go collect that data?
0: So so far, so far, just to recap, so far we've talked about tying to business initiatives. Uh, having a real business value, and you have to be able to get the data to make these measurements. So that's that's so far. Uh, what's four through seven?
1: Four is um, having really well defined business rules. Uh, you want to be consistent with how you measure things, and have a yardstick uh, that is uh, consistent across different groups. You know, in larger organizations that have grown by acquisition, sometimes different regions measure things differently. So you want to be really clear and consistent with exactly what the rules are for measuring the KPI. Make sure your people understand that and uh, give them the opportunity uh, include your people in the creation of those yardsticks so that they can really take some ownership of it as well. Number five is having performance levels. We expect to perform at 95% accuracy, or we want to sell 500 units in Q3. If you're going to do a key performance indicator, set some goals. Try to make them realistic, challenging, and uh, difficult, but not unrealistic and not really weak either. Number six is to uh, have a plan for what you do when performance slips. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Um, sooner or later, something will happen that causes our performance to slip below those levels that we require. And so if you can plan ahead of time uh, what your mitigation plan is, what your escalation plan is, as soon as you see your dashboard go to yellow or to red, you can right away, you can initiate your plan and people aren't kind of looking around going, hey, who's responsible for this?
0: Yeah, Um, I think that's very important, very important.
1: Yep, and really finally, number seven, Make your metrics auditable and transparent. This kind of goes back to what I said about uh, uh having the business rules be really clear to everybody. Also make sure people can dive into the data and uh you know they may find errors in your calculations that you want to get fixed right away. So if people see this black box, it just it just hurts the, the credibility and makes people kind of wonder. Wow, am I, am I really being measured fairly?
0: That's great. So let me just recap real quick for our listeners. Uh, we we're tying to business initiatives in number one, having real business value with with the KPIs and number two, having the data available to, so that we can measure consistently, having well-defined rules, performance levels, uh, and a mitigation plan or a, a change plan if it slips if we're not making those uh, goals and make sure it's auditable and transparent. Well, those are very, very clear and succinct, and I think it gives a lot more meat to the, to the discussion of KPIs for a lot of business owners than they usually hear. Usually it's, it seems like it's, well, it's kind of like your dashboard on your car. You want There's only a few things you want to measure, and what are some of those key things that you find? You said there's abstract and specific KPIs. What are some examples of the abstract KPIs that you always want to measure?
1: I look for three things right away. I want to see the three-legged stool of quantity, quality, and timeliness. Almost every business has people that you want to do a volume of work, you want it to be good work so you don't have to redo it, and you want it to be done on time. And those three things should be in balance. I've seen uh, business initiatives where it's all about quantity of work and almost always quality and timeliness suffer. So for for our listeners, I think you can really, uh, almost any of them can say right away, I know what you're talking about with quantity of work. I need my people on the line to do 10 units a day. I need my salesmen to hit these numbers. Um, I want high quality. So for sales,
0: I want high quality sales in terms of margin.
1: Um, And Mm -hmm. I need it timely. I need it in the proper quarter.
0: Very good. So how can measuring all of this drive profits today, and especially for our listeners, How can it enhance their exit value tomorrow?
1: So um, first of all, I want to clarify the kind of buyers I'm talking about. I'm not talking about buyers who are looking for fire sales or uh, fix and flips. I'm talking about buyers who are looking for strong organizations that demonstrate really good management. So within that concept, number one, measurements show structure. You've thought about the business. You've gone to the trouble of putting measurements in place. And you've got these seven things that we talked about before for each of your KPIs. Buyers are going to look at that and say, that's good. That's really important. I see how you can be high performance and also demonstrate continuous improvement. Number two, when you have these kind of KPIs in place, your processes are scalable. If your buyers looking to expand the business, franchise, plop down similar businesses in nearby cities or states, they've got a model that they can reuse. Uh, Number three, you've got clarity. People know what's expected of them, and it's not a mystery of what we're supposed to do and how we get there every day. Number four, I think the owner is left tied to the business uh, because it's, it's not magic. We don't always have to go to the owner for what to do. We've got these mitigation plans in place. We've, we've got really clear expectations of performance, and um, I think that lessens the degree to which the owner has to stay in the business after the exit. Number five, you demonstrate exactly what you do during a crisis. If the buyer comes in and says, yeah, this is all well and good, but what happens when it kicks the fan? What do you do then? And you can demonstrate that really clearly. Due diligence. When somebody comes in and wants to audit your books and you've got all these performance dashboards um, going back for a period of time and you can demonstrate exactly how you've got this tremendous performance in your organization, that makes that process much easier and takes away any doubt as to what you're doing. Effective KPIs drive up your EBITDA every month, every quarter, every year. Your business is performing better. You're making more money along the way. And finally, you put all of this together. The buyer knows it's not luck that you're outperforming your competitors. You're doing it because it's planned. It's part of a resume. Uh, I'm sorry, not resume, a recipe. Mm -hmm. And you you have a fighting chance to drive up your multiple. And when you get a higher multiple on a higher EBITDA, that sounds like a pretty good exit.
0: And it's exactly what we have been preaching for many, many um, episodes, many, many times, that you have to have something to help you stand out from the others that they may be looking at. You may not be the only business that this buyer is looking at, and when you come out with this, Historical data that's organized and how it's been affecting the business. And, like you said, that you have a backup plan if things go wrong. It really helps you stand out. And I think another key thing in there that you said is that a lot of our listeners are looking at how they can go from being the overtime president to the part time chairman of their organization and get some of their time back so that they can work on driving the value of their business. And this gives them the assurance. Uh, of not having to well you think about it as you're driving your car if you didn't have an oil light that said low oil you could ruin your car but you have you don't have to get out and check the oil every time it'll tell you when it's getting low and so that that's kind of the the analogy i'd put to this is it helps you really show and demonstrate how difficult is it for someone to start and develop a kpi program with you paul
1: I recommend starting uh, very small. If, if you are actually starting from the beginning, pick one business initiative that is critical to sh- your success in the next 3, six, nine, 12 months. Do the seven items for measurements that, you, that, that re- are required for your success in that business initiative. Don't go across the board and try to do a soup to nuts, uh, boil the ocean kind of a KPI plan because it's going to fail. So pick something really specific and get your success on that first program. Work through the bugs. You know, the first one is not going to be as successful and as clean as the second or third. So take something that's pretty narrow and go deep and prove out your ROI on that one particular business initiative before you attempt to go wider through the organization. So narrow and deep, not wide and shallow.
0: Great tip for anyone uh, out there, whether you're developing a new product or whether you're developing your KPI program. And if you're going to develop a KPI program, why would you not call the KPI guy? (laughs) Paul, how do our listeners get in touch with you and find out more about what you do and how you can help them?
1: Great. The phone number is 720-810-3628, and our website is thekpiguy.com or just KPIguy.com. And uh, we do offer a uh, complimentary KPI analysis. Uh, for the next couple of months, we're uh, we're actually doing up to a half a day. So it takes us a little bit longer because usually we manipulate some data and uh, we can't we can't get that done successfully in just an hour or so. So um, it may seem like an unusually long period of time, but that's what we have to do to, to really earn our customers' business and, and their trust.
0: So if our customer if our listeners, rather get in touch and check out your website and decide that they'd like to explore that a, a free, a complimentary KPI analysis, that's that's phenomenal. Um, they should either give you a call or, or follow the information that's on your website at uh, the KPI Guy or just simply KPI com. Is that right? That's perfect, sir, yes. Well, you know, it's fascinating, and I think uh, I'd love to have you back on sometime, and maybe we can talk about some more of the specific uh, uh, types of KPIs that are out there and really uh, more uh, some examples of how people put these in and what some of their results were several months later. But we got a great overview about KPIs today, and I really appreciate all the information you shared with our listeners, Paul.
1: Oh, it's been a pleasure. I hope we get to do it again.
0: Thank you very much. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this, so please stay tuned. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.